Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dietetics Anonymous podcast. I am your host, Kayla Abella, also known as NutriK Wellness on Instagram. I'm a holistic nutritionist, and I am passionate about holistic wellness practices and herbalism. In this podcast, we chat all things health, wellness, and nutrition, and I will have a special variety of guests as well as some personal experience podcasts. Without further ado, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dietetics Anonymous. I hope you're all having a wonderful first week of November and that you enjoyed the spooky festivities this past weekend. Today, we have a very important episode outlining the various natural remedies for anxiety. But first, I would like to shout out this week's client win. So this week, one of my clients who has been suffering with disordered eating induced by emetophobia, emetophobia, essentially, it's a fear of throwing up. Uh, well, they have been able to set a date for a concert that they've been looking forward to going to, and it's a huge fear of theirs because it encompasses a lot of the triggers that they face, but we set up a balanced meal plan for her um, and a meal that she could have prior to the concert, and her therapist has come up with some remedies that she can carry with her to help keep her mind at ease so she can enjoy herself and challenge her fears. So, great job to you. We are all rooting for you and we're so excited for you to have a good time at your concert. So it's actually super relevant that our client wins are anxiety related because today's episode is all about anxiety. So I first wanted to start off with a little personal story about my own struggles with anxiety because it's been something that I've been battling for almost a decade and has stemmed from OCD that I have had since I was a child since before I could remember. Um, One of the funny stories that my mom always likes to tell, which I know mental illness isn't really something to joke about, but I I like to make a little bit light of it, and I think this is a funny story. Um, I had this doll when I was younger. We called her Whimsy, and um, I wouldn't let my mom drive the car. So first I had to buckle Whimsy into the car, um, and I wouldn't let the car go unless her shoelaces were touching perfectly at the right exact spot. So just a little bit of uh, my OCD back in my childhood. But uh, yeah, so it's been something I've been struggling for quite some time. Um, and I thank God for my family and my friends who have been supportive of me through all of this. I know that it can be challenging to uh, kind of deal with these things um, when you have a loved one or you have a friend, a loved one, anybody who is dealing with this, it can be uncomfortable, it can be confusing, it's hard to understand. So I really am appreciative of all of my cheerleaders around me. So the start of my anxiety can be linked back to when I first got my period at 14, which if you haven't listened to the period podcast, that one is the one before this one. So go check that out. But um, I had a really rough experience with my periods, which led me to start on the birth control pill at a very young age. I think I was like 15 when I started it. And I believe that this was the turning point when my hormones went from developing hormones, which I confused for having like some kind of issue. And my doctors immediately just threw the pill at me because they were like, okay, well, if you're having horrible cramps and heavy flow, here's some magic pill to fix it all, which in reality, it is what caused my hormones to go completely out of control. So my friends from childhood can attest to this. I had years where I didn't cry at all and then all of a sudden I was crying all the time and uh, I had times where I would bleed like crazy and times where I wouldn't have any period at all. So it was a really, really 
interesting reaction. Um, I changed my birth control pill a handful of times because the doctors were like, oh, well, here, let's try a different one. Never, why don't we try none? But (laughs) nevertheless, so flash forward a few years, I had my esophagitis incident, which if you aren't familiar with that, pause this episode, go and listen to season one, episode two. It's a great one. Um, it kind of outlines my whole background of why I even started to become a dietitian and why this is my field, why this is my passion. So definitely go check that out. But uh, if I, if I didn't already think that I had hormonal issues, I was now stuck with extreme, uh, fear of vomiting because of my esophagitis, which, um, that is something that I like to help clients with as well, because I've been through, um, this horrible fear of throwing up and I really like to help others with it. I feel like it's not talked about enough. It's not as, um, widely recognized as an issue, but emetophobia is a real thing. It is completely debilitating and I've dealt with it most of my life now. And, um, my long battle with anxiety was sure to begin after going through the esophagitis incident. So I went through ups and downs with it. You know, in the beginning, I would get random heart palpitations, issues with breathing, tunnel vision. I even fainted during my confirmation. That was a few years before the esophagitis, but that also was part of my anxiety. Um, And I never knew why, you know. I would constantly think I was nauseous, and I often used it as an excuse not to eat because I was too scared to eat because I thought that the food would make me sick, and I would tell people, you know, I have all these issues going on, but... Who knows if it was really a physical issue or if it was a mental thing going on, but at this point I was really convinced that something was going wrong um, and I didn't want to eat because I thought that food would make me sick. Um, But it was a lot of it, I believe, was stemming from my anxiety. So I was in an all-out downward spiral of epic proportions at this point and To be completely transparent, this isn't a story that ends with some kind of quick miracle pill fix, you know. I'm still constantly working on these issues every day, but I can tell you that it does get better. Now, the pivotal climax to my story all started when I stopped taking hormonal birth control and stopped taking my antidepressant Lexapro. So, this in general can be quite controversial, you know. In the medical field, um, doctors... They prescribe these things because they do solve the surface level of the issue. But being a um, holistic practitioner, being a dietitian, being somebody who is really aligned with naturopathic medicine, I believe in diving a little bit deeper. And I think that when I put hormonal birth control and Lexapro over my issues, they were like band-aids and the the wound underneath never fully healed. So, again, this podcast is opinion-based, and you can take this or leave it, but when I said goodbye to the pills that I was taking, and hello to more of a wholesome, nutritious meals, physical movement, stress management, natural supplements, and therapy, I feel like that is when everything changed. That's when I really started to see a change in my entire well-being and my health and my happiness, my mood, my relationships, everything. I mean, even things that were very like visible, like my skin cleared up. I I posted a I think it was a last week. Um I posted a reel showing my before and after of my skin with acne, 
on my cheeks um and I don't know if I put it on the one on my forehead but I had a lot on my forehead I had rashes on my neck and my skin after which was very clear so you can see there that just these simple changes in my lifestyle made such a visible um improvement which was really cool so that being said and that little story just leading you into this let's jump right into some of my favorite natural remedies for anxiety and some of the things that I did to help manage my anxiety without being on a medication disclaimer again I'm not producing this information as a means for like medical advice or to tell you to toss out your drugs this is purely opinion based coming from me Yes, I'm a registered dietitian, but I am someone who has also personally tried these things to help with my anxiety, and I've seen results. So take it or leave it. This is just my opinion. Um, It's like that meme. It's my opinion. Um, So the first one that I do like to start off with, because I think that it is the most important thing that you can do for your body, whether it be anxiety related or just in general, but it's to get a good night's sleep. Um, the natural or National Sleep Association or something like that, I think it's the American Sleep Association, but whoever, they recommend to get seven or not seven to nine hours of sleep per night for adults, and I think that is the perfect range. Um, it really depends on your body, and I know that there are some people who really claim that they can live off of four to five hours of sleep. So, I like to tell this story, or well, it's not even a story, but. Um, I actually remember seeing a post from Kevin Hart saying that um, he only gets four hours of sleep and he's like one of those rare people who can handle it. So I guess there are some people out there who really can handle less than seven to nine hours, but just for science-based purposes, I always recommend seven to nine hours. Um, I think that it's really important. That's when our body gets time to restore to heal and to relax so it's really good um to help with your anxiety so our second point is to increase different micronutrients that we might need so one of the nutrients that i think is really important for helping reduce anxiety is magnesium uh it's really common for people to be deficient in magnesium which is really interesting because it's in a lot of really good and common foods For example, it's in almonds, black beans, cashews, dark chocolate, my favorite, spinach, whole wheat, and quinoa. But you can also take it as a supplement if you do feel like you are deficient in magnesium. I personally take um, a magnesium supplement that I get from Whole Foods. It's just a regular uh, magnesium. There is different types of magnesium that are good for different purposes. I think that I take magnesium citrate. Hold on, I'm going to check now. Yeah, this is magnesium citrate, Um, but there's different types, so definitely consult with your doctor or your registered dietitian, and they'll be able to guide you in the right direction with how much you should be taking and the type of magnesium you should be taking. Um, Another supplement that I recommend, well, another vitamin, is vitamin D. So it's quite often that people are deficient in vitamin D, and... um, it's not as common in our foods as it as magnesium is, but it's in our eggs, it's in fortified cereals, orange, fortified orange juice, fortified milks, and 
you can also get it from sunlight. So you can go outside for your walk in the morning. Um, just even if you want to just stand outside in the morning when you first wake up, get a little bit of sun on your face. It's really great to have those little breaks of the day where you go outside and really soak up the sun because vitamin D can be really beneficial to your overall health, to reducing anxiety, and it's also good for protecting against illnesses. It boosts your antioxidants. So definitely recommend getting that vitamin D. The next one are your B vitamins. Those are really, really great for reducing anxiety as well. Omega-3s also are great for that. Uh, you can find that in salmon, flaxseed, avocados. You can take supplements, but omega-3s are really good for reducing anxiety and just improving your overall health. And then last but not least, L-theanine has been linked to increasing your mental health so it reduces depression anxiety and it's also really good for gut health so i do recommend trying out an l-theanine supplement of course with the help of a registered dietitian or a doctor on your team is the best way to try any supplement because you want to make sure that there are no nutrient interactions with any medications that you may be taking so that is the bullet point about different supplements that you could be taking to help with your anxiety. The next bullet point is to journal. So I was quite skeptical about journaling at first, but once I got into the hang of it, I really, really loved it. It's a great way to just kind of pour everything that has been going on in your life throughout the day, throughout the week, depending on how often you decide to journal, just pouring it out on paper, releasing it, giving it to somebody else to hold, um, that somebody else being your journal and it just helps you document your success document your progress document your hardships it's really great way to just keep everything on paper um and sometimes there's things that you don't want on paper so hey rip it out of your journal burn it throw it in the garbage it helps you mentally release things that are holding you down that are weighing you down that are hurting you causing your anxiety so definitely recommend journaling. I love it. The next bullet point is CBD oil. Now, CBD oil can be kind of controversial because oftentimes people associate it with marijuana. I'm here to say it is not marijuana. Not that there's anything wrong with marijuana, but I'm not telling you all to go out there and smoke some weed. Uh, CBD oil is actually the non-psychoactive portion of the hemp plant. Um, there's different cannabinoids that are really, really beneficial for our body that are not THC. THC is the psychoactive portion of the hemp plant. So again, CBD is not weed, just putting it out there. But CBD oil has a, a plethora of benefits. It can help with a variety of different illnesses, conditions, um, any kinds of like pain that you might be having. It can help with your sleep. It can help with um, gut health. So I recommend if you are interested in learning a little bit more about CBD and its many, many benefits and just cannabinoids in general, I recommend the book, The CBD Oil Miracle by Laura Logano, who is another registered dietitian. She is super intelligent. She's fabulous. She really breaks down CBD and cannabinoids and the hemp plant in general in this book, really really well so I definitely recommend it it's a fabulous read super easy to get through and it just gives you a lot of useful information on CBD oil in general so 
I definitely um, also recommend if you are interested in taking CBD oil for your anxiety um, or for anything else in that matter, I recommend Earth Products Essentials. I will link them in the description of this uh, podcast. I've been using them for about a year now. I've met the owner. He's fabulous. He really cares about his customers. He cares about helping people. And he is somebody who really understands the benefits of CBD oil. So I am a customer for life. (laughs) I really love his products. I've been using a CBD oil and it's really changed um, my overall mental health my health in general. So definitely recommend that. My next point is talk therapy. So I have to say, I truly, truly, truly believe that every single person should have a therapist. Therapy is so underrated. It is so important. And just having somebody there to talk to, to guide you, to give you tools, to help you through things, to just gossip with, to to vent to, is just so important. It really, really helps with your mental health. It helps with your physical health. It's just, I, I tell everybody that having a therapist is like brushing your teeth. It's like taking a shower. It's something you should have. It's something you should do. You should always go to therapy. It's really important. And unfortunately, there's been a lot of stigma around therapy for years and years. But I think 2022 is a good time to really do things that had stigma in the past because, Everybody is becoming more and more accepting, and also, you should just not really care what other people think. Um, Therapy is important. It's not um, an indicator of your mental health. Even if you've never even had a glimpse of anxiety, it's really good to have a therapist, just somebody to talk to. So, I definitely recommend that. I think that that is one of the most important points on this list. And the next one is acupuncture. So, acupuncture is... Um, For those who don't know, it's when um, an acupuncturist who is a licensed person who went to school for all of this, so they're very, very knowledgeable in um, different pressure points. I guess you wouldn't call them acupressure points, but different pressure points on your body that lead to different areas of your body and help heal them. So essentially what they do is they put very, 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 very tiny needles in the different pressure points on your body and they help with healing those pressure points areas. So to better explain, um, let's say that there's a pressure point on your back, like your shoulder or something like that, that links to your liver and you've had a lot of issues with your liver in the past, they'll put a needle in that area and it will help heal the underlying issue that your liver is going through. So um, it's an old medicinal practice and I think that it is absolutely amazing. The results that I hear from people who go through acupuncture are just fabulous. People are over the moon about it. They swear by it. So I definitely think that is a um, really important tool to have in your belt. If you're interested in doing that, I definitely recommend going checking out somebody who has... um, the experience with not only acupuncture, but oftentimes people who are acupuncturists are also naturopathic doctors. Um, they study Chinese medicine. And I think that that is a really great way to go about this because they oftentimes will help you with other aspects of your overall well-being. So they'll help with, if you're interested in taking any Chinese herbs, um, they'll also help you with natural remedies like the supplements I mentioned today, or they'll have a connection with a registered dietitian that can help you with 
balancing your diet because it's all a well-rounded thing. It's all about treating the whole body, getting down to the root of things, and not just treating the surface. So acupuncture is a really, really great tool to have in your belt. Um, Another one is to reduce caffeine. So this one might upset some people because I know that caffeine is really, really popular. Um, There's always that saying, like, don't talk to me till I've had my morning coffee. A lot of people rely on caffeine to get throughout their day. But unfortunately, caffeine is a huge trigger for anxiety. Not only does it raise your heart rate, but it can increase um, sweating. It can increase like jitter when they say that you have the jitters from your coffee that is just giving you those palpitations it's basically giving you the physical symptoms of anxiety so your brain thinks okay go into flight or flight mode something is wrong you are being chased by a werewolf like something bad is happening so it gives you the mental anxiety from the physical attributes that the caffeine produces. So definitely reducing your caffeine is important. I have switched to decaf coffee. Um, I think I did it when I was like, I want to say 16 or something like that, which I, I come from a Puerto Rican and Italian household. So I was drinking coffee when I was, I think I was like seven or six when I had my first cup. So I was well equipped with caffeine back in the day. Um, but As I got older, I started having my issues with anxiety, with my hormones, and I switched to decaf, and I'll never go back. I feel amazing, I don't get anxiety, and I think that they taste the exact same. So that is that. Next point on my list is exercise. Now, exercise is really, really important to just helping your body in general. So again, this is another thing on the list that it's not just for anxiety, it's for the whole body. It's for overall health. You should be moving at least 30 minutes a day. So whether that be going on a walk, whether that be adding up how many times you took the stairs all day, or maybe did some chair desk workout, or doing some yoga, taking a class, um, going out dancing with friends, going for a jog, doing a weightlifting workout. Um, any kind of exercise is super important to making sure that you are helping yourself heal and in that token it also feels like you're almost getting rid of the anxiety like it feels like you're sweating it off when you're exercising so you want to make sure that you're having a well-balanced workout regimen so I do recommend seeing a personal trainer at some point um, somebody who's really knowledgeable in exercise science so they can kind of help you create that customized plan for you that can help you really heal yourself, but what works best with your lifestyle. Because again, um, well, doing something such as a high-intensity interval workout um, every single day is actually going to increase your anxiety. So you do want to make sure that you find that balance. So I suggest kind of working with a personal trainer so that they can help you with that. I personally like to do um, like cardio one day, like a walk or a run. Um, I like to jump rope. I like to dance. So I'll do like those dance workout videos. I also love to swim. So if I can get over to the pool, I'll do a swim. Um, I also love yoga. So taking a yoga class with my mom is always my favorite. And then I really love weightlifting. My boyfriend, Tim, he's a personal trainer. So I'll go weightlift with him in the gym and it's always a good time. And that actually really, really helps with my anxiety for some reason. The weights, I really like that. I feel like it burns the anxiety right out of me. So I think that that's a good tool to have in your belt as well. 
And then another point I have is laughing and dancing. So being silly is a really, really underrated way to get rid of your anxiety. Just going out with friends, having those laugh to cry moments where you can't even breathe and you're about to pee yourself because you're laughing so hard, that really can just melt away the stress and melt away the anxiety. Going out on the dance floor, having fun with friends, singing karaoke, those are really, really simple ways to kind of melt away the pressure, melt away the stress, melt away the anxiety. Um, although it's not a, like a, a co- or a treatment for the underlying cause, right? Anxiety is a mental health condition. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it can, it needs to be fixed with a balanced diet, with exercise, with supplementation, therapy, but never never overlook the simple ways to fix these things such as going out with friends socializing enjoying your life so I think that that is also a really really important point is just simply enjoying yourself doing things that you love those are the ways that you will beat this anxiety ways that you will manage it ways that you will show it that you are in charge and it is not in charge of you and last but not least pressure points so this kind of goes along with acupuncture in a way But I also like to tie this in with um, what I like to call like sensory points. So pressure points in general are just pushing those pressure points that I mentioned before with the acupuncture, but just doing that without a needle. So essentially you kind of press the area. So one that I like to use with my clients is if you take three fingers down from the top of your wrist, so where your hand meets your wrist, and you press that third finger point, that is a good point for a pressure point for relieving nausea. So things like that can really help with reducing anxiety in the moment. So I would say that's more of like a panic pill. So if you're having anxiety when you're out and about and you need something quick, pressing those pressure points is a really good way to get quick relief and just kind of bring you back to like ground you, bring you back to earth. Um, Another thing that I like to say with those sensory points is if you go throughout your head and say, okay, go through the five senses, what do I see right now? I see a dresser, I see the outside, I see a tree, I see a bird. What do you hear? I hear crickets, I hear chirping, I hear my friends talking. What do you smell? I smell food, I smell um, soda, I smell popcorn, I smell fresh air. Um, What do you taste? I taste... uh, fruit, I taste coffee, I taste nothing, I taste my toothpaste. (laughs) Um, And then what do you feel? I feel my clothes that feel cotton, I feel a chair that's plastic. So going through all of the senses in your head and just kind of bringing yourself back to reality, this is where I am, Um, kind of telling your brain, you know what, I know that you have tricked me into thinking I'm being chased by a lion right now, giving me this horrible anxiety, But in reality, I am sitting in my room. I am at the restaurant with my friends. I'm at the movies with my friends. So bringing yourself back to earth, saying, you know what, you're okay. This is where you are. Kind of distracting yourself from that anxiety is super, super important. So I really hope that these tips helped you and that if you're struggling with anxiety disorder, um... These are things that you'll utilize, that you'll be able to really apply into your life to help you improve it. Um, If you'd like to try and introduce more natural remedies 
either alongside medication or to replace your medication, please feel free to reach out to me uh, via email or my website, www.nutrikwellness.com. And I'd love to set up a session so that we can go a little bit more in depth with this and create something that's customized to you because living with anxiety is no way to live. Trust me, I've been there. I'm still struggling with it today, but I do feel like these things that I have done to improve my life, these small changes have made such a world a difference and it's time to take back your life and your health. So thank you all so much for listening. Stay connected with me on Instagram at NutriK Wellness and I wish you all an amazing and healthy rest of the week. Talk to you next time. That's a wrap. Thank you all so much for listening. You can connect with me on Instagram at NutriK Wellness or via my website, www.nutrikwellness.com. You can also shoot me an email at nutrikwellness at gmail.com. I wish you all an amazing rest of your day and amazing rest of the week. See you next time.